welcome to Crafts and Crime. I'm Amy. I'm Elaine. And as always, we've got a craft and a crime. So we have been busy the last <laughs> week or so. Yeah. Oh, we were always busy, but um, we did a lot of chicken stuff this mm-hmm. weekend. We got your, your coop all moved in. Mm-hmm. And we filled it and moved because I With had the all help the... of my husband and mm-hmm. your son. They mm-hmm. picked it up and moved it, and your son had mown the lawn, and I ruined your lawnmower. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> but no, it's it's been a big task. The it was backyard, all out. yeah. So, and then the chickens, man, they just tore that down. Oh, like, I know, it's cause... so cute. They like trampled it all flat, and now they're mm-hmm. scratching at the root part. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be like dirt it. in no time. Yep. Yeah, then it gets muddy like mine. But it's yeah. been really rainy here. It really has. Yeah, it rained like all day yesterday. The whole, like, but but it's crazy gold. because up in the Pacific Northwest where my parents and sister are, it is like hot. What? Yes. That's it's weird. so weird. But they're saying we're in for a hell of a summer because it's not summer yet. It is not summer until June 21st this year's mm-hmm. solstice. And I think it's like Wednesday. And so, but yeah, they're saying we are in for it. But as of right now, I know I, I'm over it, but... I get it. Like, this is an amazing reprieve. We've had actually a really nice spring. We're lucky. It was mm-hmm. a crazy winter. Yeah. The farmer's was almanac rude. was wrong this oh, year. Way wrong. I know way we got snow. We For never... the first time, like, and... it was the first time my daughter had ever seen falling snow mm-hmm. at almost 12. So Yeah, same with my kids. Yeah. Because we magic. where we live, it doesn't snow. Mm-mm. And it's, it's a freak occurrence. It's all like, day. Yeah. That was pretty it was fun. crazy. And then it melted by the next day completely. Oh, I too. know. Except for the little snowman. He made oh, it yeah. for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've had weird weather here in SoCal. And yeah. so it's just been like June gloom. But mm-hmm. I like it. I'd rather this and working outside. That's very This true. is when we're like getting the garden ready yeah. and like Jack worked outside. But even with the June gloom, you can still get a sunburn. My husband yes. will always <laughs> get a sunburn. Yeah, because the UV is still pretty yeah, strong at the back the of his neck. Did you see it? It's like I don't bad. think so. No. Was he, I can't even remember if he was wearing his hat that day. No. Probably not. I remember I he was know. complaining about wearing his good shoes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. He always does that. But yeah, so my husband worked on the backyard and sorry like, i'm clicking my pen <laughs> no put the pen down sorry. um and then throw it away it. <laughs> um and yeah and that's when i think i just came over to hang out oh i came out over to help you with the chicken stuff because it was already in 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 the oh, spot yeah saturday I had, yeah and i had just cleaned out the stuff from mm-hmm. when it was clean housing our outdoor our hobo cat for a little while before he was fixed yeah and so we cleaned it out and i just got done and i was like hey you want to help me because i didn't completely remember how to put the slats on the roof Mm -hmm. and um and then yeah yeah and then it turned into like an all-day thing because it really did it just turned into but you helped me so much it was so much it's like almost all done the only thing left is we have to do the sun seal oh yeah (laughs) but the size that I got, which is like a 14 foot by 20 foot, I have mm-hmm. the two, but I'm pretty sure if we turn it lengthwise and just connect a couple feet of wire, because the kits I came with had enough, uh-huh. it would cover that with the sun. I think enough. Yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. And then we could save the other one to go cat a corner across About the grass and maybe stuff. possibly through both of our garages at the edge of your garage oh. mm. and oh, no. then the other side of my roof. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, but oh, I think all we this really stuff. just need the one, the the one for right now. I think lo- lengthwise twenty mm-hmm. foot because when it's up high, 
you know, it covers a lot more than we think. Yeah. Yeah. Because your backyard is like my backyard when, because I have the covered canopy thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have another canopy for the rabbits and then the chickens have their shade, just like your chickens. But yeah. our backyards are mostly just like empty. Like, well, you, they, your landlord took down all the trees or mm-hmm. whatever trees were back there. And we thankfully have a couple. But if you don't have any, we don't have like a covered patio or anything. No. So the edge have of a tiny my bit. covered patio is so tiny, but it's pointless mm-hmm. until like 6.30 in the evening when the sun yeah. goes up and over. Before or that, really it's early just in the cute, morning. but yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm afraid to put plants there because it's sun yeah. and hot Until and you radiates. Get the sun yeah, it might help. It should. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've been doing is a just lot of like all the backyard, backyard prep for stuff. summer. Yeah, it was funny because I came over to help with the chickens and then I, and then it was, oh, let's move the plants. <laughs> yeah, let's move the plants and around because then... I had to move my little veggie planters mm-hmm. to the other side because the sun's coming uh-huh. and so that has... Really good morning and afternoon sun, but it gets cut off by the garage yeah. for quite a while. That's a good and spot for tomatoes. It's, yeah. And so that's what's over there now. And then you were like, oh, let's just like hose off because it was like. No, I took the blower. Yeah. The oh, leaf that's right. Blower. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me just blow it off. And then I was like, oh, you know what? It'll cool it down because it got a little hot. And I was yeah. like, oh, you know what would cool it down? It's a <laughs> let's good hose it. Hose it. <laughs> yeah. Let's hose it off. And then I was hosing it off and I was like, you know what would be really fun? Because it's all bricks. Oh, I, was like, I love the bricks. The pressure washer. <laughs> so okay, I went, let's go get it. Yeah. So we went over and got my pressure washer. And yeah, I kind of went crazy. It was fun, but though. It was And now fun. it looks really cute oh, back it's there. Really and the little pathway that goes to the back, which is mm-hmm. going to be like the whole compost repotting area. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the chickens are excited to see us every time we go out there because I bring Cause treats keep... every time. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get so fat. But like. And Belial's so loud. Oh, my We're God. Like, what a turd. He's really loud. He's really loud. But it is what it is. Little so. Feline. Yeah. She's so cute. She's so <laughs> cute. So cute. <laughs> So, yeah. or should I say sweet and cute? <laughs> so, yeah, we've got chickens and in your backyard, chickens in my backyard. We got to do the swap. I put my chickens, <laughs> my babies over there in your backyard, as you know, because of the grass. So now keep, it's like. I'm like, I keep forgetting there's going to be even less. Yeah. So I need to take <laughs> Until mine the eggs back. all hatch. Oh, I know. And then we're getting more hatch. Well, you're getting more hatching eggs. And then I'm just going to. We are. Take my my chicken's eggs and then i'm gonna do some more quail uh, someone hold us back chicken <laughs> math it's really bad we only have two and then me with, allegedly yeah it, i started with the chickens <laughs> and then the rabbits and the quail and mm-hmm. so like right now we have i'm wearing my husband few. down for a tortoise mm. for sure and mm-hmm. um our youngest wants a snake Hoi. And I'm sure our oldest would be fine with that too. And Troy I know Kurt kind of wants a snake too. I'm like, I want another tarantula. Shit mm. is popping at <laughs> the Urban Homestead. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, we just don't know how to. I say was no. feeding a baby hummingbird. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so. All day yesterday and last night. That was sad. Mm-hmm. A hummingbird nest got destroyed at my in-laws' house, and my brother-in-law did awesome all weekend. Um. But he works. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I'll totally do it. Um, and then I'll try to call a rescue Monday. Mm-hmm. So today we're recording. I woke up first thing and I was like, oh, God. And I called around and a lot of them were full um, or not. They don't take those kinds. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them I called if you're down in Southern California. Um, it's a bit of a travel. But in Oak Glen, I think it was called the Bear... Oh, poo. I had it written down. I'm sorry. It was <laughs> Anyway, 
Um, well, I had never seen a hummingbird that time. Yeah, no, ever. I have. I have because there was a hummingbird nest um, at our apartment complex. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I called a bunch of places and this one super sweet lady, um, Candy, gave me the number to a super sweet lady named Diane close by to us. And she came and picked it up and now I miss mm-hmm. it. <laughs> the squeaking was so cute. Yeah, it was so cute. It's it so tiny. So little. Me and Jack were like, I've like, never seen one The size little. of a shooter marble. Oh, so itty bitty. Mm-hmm. And a little, what was it, an ice cream cup? Oh, yeah, an A&W <laughs> ice cream sundae cup. But I'm guessing my father-in-law, he's like all those little hummingbirds are like his sweet babies. He mm. loves them. And he made like the perfect little nest yes. out of grass. He like twists. It was so it was precious. Pretty, yeah. yeah. And the little hummingbird was happy but it just started to get really tired and I did not want to do this full time I figured if I couldn't find someone I could but I did not want to it's uh, feeding every 20 to 30 minutes Mm -hmm. Um, yeah that's kind of like with the rabbit sometimes (laughs) I have to just decide to like let nature take its course because I I don't have the time to do this and in the wild it would have just been what it is and so for well for me the rabbits are a different situation because it's the moms there so like recently we had mary as you know had babies (laughs) and a bunch of them didn't make it but two did and it was one of those things like let's put them in the nesting box and she's got to figure it out and she did she's taking care of them they got That's little good. fat bellies, so That's good. Yeah. So it's finally, finally, it's like we were literally because we were talking like she may just have to be get, gotten rid of as a pet, yeah. And then she's like, "Never mind, I'm yeah, kidding. She, just here, I'll do it." She's like, "I'll do it. I'm just not good at it." So, yeah, so a lot going on because that was this week too. Was yeah. yeah, that was just like a few days ago, I think, with with the bunnies, and mm-hmm. then my quail are laying eggs. It's so exciting, That's and there's really yeah. Cute exciting spring things before the heat of the summer yeah i'm a little nervous i'm gonna have to shave all my angora rabbits because i'm they're nervous gonna die. to just in general i mm-hmm. mean that's really hot. i know that uh for chickens at least the things you can do is like ice cube dunking baths for mm-hmm. them to like fish for peas and stuff out of mm-hmm. a little or like frozen ice cubes full of vegetables and stuff yeah. like that um shade and yeah, one they're com- shade. It, but it's crazy because the way the sun comes through mm-hmm. um but i really do think i'll probably end up covering the whole thing because the front and back are open and they get a ton of that- light through that mm-hmm. in itself so they're still not they have a lot of uv to be healthy and it also sterilizes their feathers it, mm-hmm. it's important that they get sunshine just like yeah. us and but i think they will have enough through the front back and side yeah you could always well, <laughs> also put up a bed sheet to make shade on the side on oh the front, yeah and that's what i've had to do you know what i should probably just do hmm. you know it would fit perfectly the sun cell the other sun cell <laughs> i don't think they're waterproof though not like a hundred percent like the tarp would be uh no it wouldn't because i've done that before it's yeah. not but yeah, you could put the sun cell over there for shade. I don't know. That's true. We'll figure it out. For at least we'll for the summer, just yeah. extra sun protection. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry I think for the chit chat. Done. With I know. Our We're at like eleven. <laughs> <laughs> We're in at like eleven minutes just talking. But you about know chickens. what? I totally get it. Not everyone's going to want to hear that. And there are moments when I know in the beginning of some of the podcasts have banter, and I'll just skip past it mm-hmm. on the days. And if you guys want to do that, that's okay. And if you like listening to it, then follow us on Patreon and. <laughs> at mommy's after hour well patreon we're not singing it we're on here crafts and crime <laughs> patreon yep but you yeah can hear us sing, us. but i'm not singing it here no <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Okay, so what is your craft? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm doing colors again. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just keep like, it's. I find more and more interesting things because mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to talk about yellow. Like I know the colors mm-hmm. for yellow. It's the same. It's like ochre, very similar to our original red, which mm-hmm. was clay. Ochre is just a mineral that comes from rock. It, it's beautiful. I love it. I use it for shading on um, fake colored bread on clay. Mm. It looks perfect. It matches mm-hmm. up as perfectly toasty bread, the color yellow ochre. Anyway, so I found out some really fun stuff about some yellow and one really interesting. It all comes back to pee. Oh. What is with <laughs> this stuff? Say, everything yellow. has pee, everything except for the mineral stuff. I guess, yeah. So um, I'm but I have an extra color at the back end and then I'm pretty sure I'm done. I didn't okay. do green yet. Fudge. Oh. I'll save it for later, okay? You look at green every I day know, in know. the form of your hair. Yeah. <laughs> so why? <laughs> yep. Okay. So, okay. Um, yellow being one of the oldest colors in history, as they always say, just like red, but it's because it's the primary, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yellow comes from ochre mainly because it was readily available even all the way back in ancient Rome and Egypt. It was their favorite color that they used as skin tone. Mm-hmm. The color yellow represents a lot of things. And throughout history, for the Aztec and Maya, it meant it was the best color for purity and um holiness and radiance mm. and light and positivity as a lot of us still think is of kind of the color yellow kind of like up there with gold exactly gold. exactly oh, okay. yes and so I they know, loved like it for that reason yeah mm. so they loved it for that reason and um a lot of uh, colors throughout history have used colors a lot of religions and cultures throughout history have also used the color yellow to be something signifying um you know purity and brightness and happiness mm-hmm. and stuff it is, it is a happy color some of the other plant dyes outside of turmeric, which is one that a lot of us know of oh, as yeah. a yellow because it will stain forever mm-hmm. and is beautiful. Mm. Um, celery actually will produce a really beautiful yellow. And I have some mm. fun ideas. You and I talked about a craft before and we're going to pull all this together. I have some ideas for these plant dyes. Um, peach tree leaves. Oh, specifically, you have a peach well, I tree. I do have a peach tree. Yes, so specifically, and my mom has a peach tree. The leaves are used the same way. You steep them, and it makes these beautiful different shades of yellow. Yeah, which is weird because you look cool. at the leaf; it's not yellow, but they show up really beautiful. Dandelion, I, I was guess, just is another. Say dandelion. Yes, is definitely another dandelion, marigold, calendula. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> they are all used as yellow. They're really mm-hmm. beautiful yellows, as yeah. well as a lot of pollens have been used. Oh, to make, like chamomile. But it's not. Yes, <laughs> yes, and like <laughs> I'm just oh my gosh, of your garden. the sunflower <laughs> pollen that is falling off onto those leaves would totally be good oh, too. Yeah. I know a lot of cultures have used pollen for uh, body makeup too. Hmm. So apparently alfalfa seeds are another. Alfalfa seeds um, steeped in water will put off a really beautiful yellow Mm. that can be used for textiles. What about mustard seeds? I'm sorry, is that one? No, it's not. It's not one that I have that was listed, but it would not surprise me. But again, you would be really surprised because like onion 
skins will make like purpley red mm-hmm. and you know blueberry doesn't actually make a blue it makes more like of a reddy purple brownish move i don't know like but I so you never be this is we're gonna fall in a rabbit hole of just let's put all the shit in know, water and see seriously. what it color turns well we don't have to do that too often because my kids no. can do it themselves <laughs> with like blueberries <laughs> yeah, all over the shirt and i'm exactly. like why is this purple right so oh i yeah, keep feeling like i'm sounding weird mm. yeah, fine. and um okay so here comes something gross and um again coming back to pee mm-hmm. so in renaissance and medieval times artists used a color called indian yellow okay and uh they used it specifically for um uh sorry <laughs> i read ahead in my notes so i made a smiley face <laughs> Um, they specifically used the color yellow to highlight cowards and oh. lowliness and sneak thievery in the color. That's where yellow bellied throughout time. It became symbolized as more of a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And specifically, Judas Iscariot was mm-hmm. always painted with yellow, wearing yellow, a oh. yellow sash or something okay. you know, for his betrayal. So... Here comes the best part. Also, I find this kind of nasty as a... <laughs> you gotta stop messing with me. Yeah, throw the cord. <laughs> I know. Like me clicking the pen. Yeah. I'll mess so, with my... Um, it's okay. <laughs> Keep messing with the cords. One of the funny, gross things about this color, mm-hmm. this um, special Indian yellow, it is a pigment made from when a cow is not force-fed, but only fed... Um, mango leaves and a very mango leaves, mango leaves okay. yes so this was common in india indian mm-hmm. yellow um the cows were only fed mango leaves and a very small amount of water it is sad mm. it, it it became outlawed um i want to say like really early in time i think they outlawed it in the mm. like the 1700s as okay. realizing it was cruel yeah and so the pigment like the cows would urinate so little that they mm-hmm. would just It'd catch so it under, yes they would catch it in a bowl and they would dry it out and they would scrape it together Ew. so it was a really beautiful yellow apparently that they mm-hmm. would use um to for paintings and stains and things like that but just, it smells oh yeah I, yeah it I smells bet. really really bad the smell never goes away so Anyway, um, they would take this pigment and they would scrape it and like mush it into a ball and you would like get a little chunk or whatever. And yeah, so Ew. piss yellow for Ew. cowards. <laughs> so then they smell like pee. And yeah, too. I bet you. Because like we were talking mm-hmm. about the purple where it like stinks. So like yeah, all the, the robes and stuff. And like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like the paintings just always smelled like pee. That's kind of gross. Ew. And so actually those were really about the most interesting parts of yellow that i found to be new especially to me Mm -hmm. um and so i have just a little tiny i have an extra little bonus for pink oh okay and then i have something fun i'm gonna read because i don't want to fudge it up it was a really interesting little blurb on an article yeah so pink was actually recognized as a concept of color in 800 bce in homer's the odyssey like this dude like talks about this stuff all the time (laughs) there's always something Uh uh-huh um, he mentions then when the child of morning rosy fingered dawn appeared. So he's talking of a of a, the, the sunset the, or the, the sunrise. sunrise. Well, yeah, opposite. <laughs> sunrise. Yeah, rosy fingered dawn. Mm. So it was of a 
the sun rising. Pink was coined as a term named after the flower called pinks. Pinks. Pinks? <laughs> Which are a pale red. Oh, okay. And um, it was named because of uh, people who know some fabric pinking shears. The edge of the flower was like a zigzaggy oh. pattern. That has been a thing known as pinking the edge of the fabric with shears uh-huh. for apparently a really long time. That's interesting. <laughs> so pinks was the flower and then it, sim- it was similar to the cutting technique they named it pinks uh-huh. and then they realized this color and the, it came from a flower huh. so um in the renaissance era the pink was only used as flesh tones and it was made from a red earth called sinopia and it was mixed with lime white to make a really really pale rosy pink tone mm-hmm. um and one little thing i'm gonna read right here okay Mm-mm. Is it like a fun fact or just a? It's fun just fact? a really, it's a really interesting. Intre- yeah, it's a really interesting fact because, oh, rude! It scrolled <laughs> Did you a lose little it? bit, oh. just a smidgen. Yeah, I want because I had moved it specifically to the. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. I'm just okay. My out. Here we go. Okay, this is an article from ColorMeanings.com written by Jacob Olison. And we can begin by going back into the depths of prehistory. Imagine a world 1.1 billion years ago removed from everything you know and love. We estimate that life on Earth had only existed for about 2.6 billion years at the point. And in this world, where life was still a fairly recent development, a plant's coloring was being preserved in the geographic record. Modern-day researchers have found traces of the molecular fossils of chlorophyll from those agent times. What's more, we've been able to reconstruct the color of this ancient material and it's one bright pink, the honor of being, sorry, and it's, they wrote this weird, bright pink won the honor of being the oldest known biologically generated color. Wow. So the very first plant ever found existed as a pink plant. Wow. I thought that was cute. That is cute. Yeah. And um, another little thing was um, a mistress um, to King Louis Fourteenth was in love with the color pink. And she wanted everything to be pink. Hmm. And um, Marie Antoinette ended up liking the color pink as well. It is pretty. It is very cute. Yeah, it's super, super that's like cute. talking about all these colors, like the yellows, the pinks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think of your garden because you have so many different colored flowers oh, and like the pale I pinks really and the it. dark I'm pinks. Be super, I'm going to be super, super sad. I found out a little thing about the pink and blue clothing or gendered clothing. The reason mm, I think um, I was asking you about that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get to it because I couldn't remember. The color pink was associated as more masculine, especially for a young boy, because red was a masculine color mm-hmm. pink is an offset of red so it was considered masculine blue was considered a feminine color mm-hmm. um because white wasn't anybody color and yeah. so blue was considered feminine as blue light airy and virginal oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah that so then sense, after the world war i really i found it <laughs> it's okay. but it was like just don't, it was just like don't do it, yeah. <laughs> it and so they swapped it that not is, that it yeah. matters but it just was weird and so uh, yeah. and originally you know fashionably uh, men men and boys wore pink hmm. well mm-hmm. i know troy will wear pink and he doesn't care so 
I guess, well, boys can still wear pink. Yeah, my friend, um, her son, his favorite color is pink. He's just mm-hmm. a little bit older than Troy. Yeah. He loves it. Huh. Why not? Always. It's cute and yeah. happy. Oh, okay, interesting. Good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, one fun fact about green. There was a green in Victorian times and everybody loves it and it's poisonous. And I actually have a little brass walnut that holds a thimble and it's lined with the green felt so I don't touch it. The what? <laughs> Comes from arsenic. Yeah. What? The lining of the felt is green the, so okay. I just don't touch it. I try not to touch it. That's crazy. But it's so cute. Yeah. I think I'm not going to cover green so there you go. <laughs> I'll do it later. That's That was it. There you go. Have fun. Okay. You're over green. You can Google it. <laughs> no, kidding? don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta listen to us. Yeah. I'll pick it up some other time but I'm done with colors for now guys. Okay. Okay. That was good. Thanks. Good job. Okay, so I have a crime. I'm sorry. I'm smiling, but it's like, I'm just so excited to hear how hard you work. <laughs> and it always seems terrible because I'm like, I can't wait to hear it. But I but know that I know like, you, you understand. I'm just context. like, we've been working really hard. So I'm just like, I like settle in and I'm like, mm. yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. It feels shitty. <laughs> I'm like, smile. <laughs> no, we do work really hard. Sometimes, um, unfortunately, procrastinating to the very last minute. Like me. But <laughs> I it did was, it too. It was a busy weekend. And then my anniversary, my, my anniversary, me and my husband had our anniversary yesterday. Yeah. So I was like, I want to work on our anniversary. So we just kind of hung out. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to I, either. Yeah. So I did my finalization. I had to finish up today. Um, so we worked together and that was fun. But yeah, I worked hard as usual. I always do. <laughs> One time I'm like, I didn't have to work at all. No. So I, um, my case, um, is on Jennifer Marie Webb. Ooh, don't know that name. Okay. okay. So on August 30th, 2011, at about 11 o'clock PM. Oh, that's my birthday. <gasps> Wait, I what did you say? August 30th. That is my birthday. I totally didn't think about that. <laughs> So it's on okay. your birthday, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. A lot. I'm sorry. A, a lot, lot of, of these crimes dates, like, happen around birthdays, birthdays or that are like or... in the summer. Mm-hmm. Tons of things I hear all the time. I'm sorry. Okay. So I'm sorry, but this happens on your birthday. Great. But in 2011. <laughs> so it, yeah. <laughs> How old did you turn in 2011? 24. Oh, okay. Wow, that was fast. I would be like, I don't know. Um. Okay. Sorry. So this happened on. August 30th, 2011, at 11 o'clock p.m. Mm -hmm. in Buena Vista, Michigan. Officer Blue hadn't been heard from in about over an hour while working. He was working like the third shift Mm -hmm. and, you know, patrolling. So County Dispatch Dispatch and Officer Patterson were both trying to get a hold of him. So Officer Patterson was his partner, and he decided to go to an area where Officer Blue was, like, you know, known to patrol and kind of park Mm -hmm. to see if he could find him. And so he goes out there and he came upon Officer Blue's patrol car and talked to him. And Blue said he was checking on a suspicious vehicle and said that there was a woman that was on the ground and it looked like an apparent suicide. Oh, no. So officers approached the vehicle, which was near a drainage ditch, and saw a woman on the ground with a brown extension cord wrapped around her neck. And the extension cord was tied to the roof luggage wrap racks like on top of her car Mm -hmm. um so it appeared that she had like hung herself oh my gosh and another thing that officers noticed was that she was heavily pregnant like really pregnant and the back door of her car was open 
and Officer Blue showed Officer Patterson the suicide note that he found inside of the car, which is why he's like, it oh. was a suicide. Uh-huh. It was a typed up note. And in this note, she okay. says that no woman would ever type, type up, up a note. There's no way. Um, and so in this typed up note, she says that she doesn't know who the father of her unborn baby is and that it might be a man named Chris. So Officer Blue searched her purse for her identification and she was identified as Jennifer Marie Webb. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Webb was a 32-year-old woman who lived in Buena Vista, Michigan. And friends and family described her as a happy and helpful person. And she had a great job and she even owned her own home. And five months, just five months before her death, on May 5th, 2011, she found out she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. She was actually pretty far along in her pregnancy when she found out that she was pregnant, Mm -hmm. which is common. It happens a lot more than I think people realize. Like, Mm -hmm. how did she not know? A lot of factors can go into why you don't know. So she's the first child. Yes. That definitely and that's makes another a thing you just to, don't, mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. And so she didn't know until further along in her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so her family and friends said that the even though the pregnancy was an unexpected surprise, mm-hmm. um, she was excited to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't say who the dad was, but she knew that the baby was a boy. Mm-hmm. And um so she had even started like at her house setting up the nursery and like preparation for his arrival. So she was just doing the typical mom things, mm-hmm. getting ready for a baby. And so in July 2011, so this is before she was um, found dead, um, Jennifer's house was broken into two separate fi- two separate times. <sighs> and the first time she wasn't home and her neighbor saw and called and said like, you know, her uh, house is her neighbor's house is being broken into mm-hmm. and they're taking her TV. Oh so they gosh. stole her TV. Yeah. And then the second break in was three weeks later and someone broke in again, but didn't take anything. So mm-hmm. she just decided like, I'm just going to move back to my parents' house while I'm having this baby just to be mm-hmm. safe. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'm trying to be responsible. So going back to, okay. So that's a little bit about her, um, Jennifer. So, on August 31st, 2011, two hours after her body was found, because remember it was found at like 11. Mm-hmm. So two hours later, detectives went to her parents to tell them about her suicide. Um, her father was adamant that she wouldn't commit suicide. There's mm-hmm. no way. And so detectives, you know, went and looked at her room and they saw that it was all decorated, ready for a baby. Mm-hmm. And... um. When she died, she was already eight and a half months pregnant. She was at the very end, like very end. She's done all this preparation, carried this baby mm-hmm. all this time. So they detectives started to question, like, why would she kill herself? Mm-hmm. Like, this makes no sense. She was yeah. preparing for the baby. All her family and friends are saying, like, she was excited. She was ready. Um, So they're just like, mm. so it didn't add up. So her death is now being looked at as a potential murder. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of makes sense when you. Yeah. I mean, the first, like you said, the first red flag is a typed up suicide note. Yep. And as a mother, most, and I know there are always, what is going on? I'm sorry. Gosh. There's always like extenuating circumstances. circumstances. Yeah. But and like, 
you know most your of daughter. the time they're gonna be like i'm gonna let this baby be born because yeah. it's like i'm not enough i i'm the one that did this mm-hmm. not the baby that's a mm-hmm. extremely it does happen but and so i uncommonly think the fact for detectives was that they saw okay she's getting prepared to have a baby doing mm-hmm. everything typical yeah. there was no red flags that anybody was saying like oh she was having a really hard time yeah know she wanted she's to keep probably it. like i'm so excited i can't wait exactly probably excited grandparents mm-hmm. especially because yeah. she moved back in with them so mm-hmm. i'm sure everybody was just and she was eight and a half months pregnant so she's like you yeah. know at that point it could happen anytime exactly so yeah so um so yeah they decided it's probably a potential murder so during the search of the area where her body was found, mm-hmm. flip-flops were found near the drainage ditch. And further down the road, detectives find a single blood spot on the ground. And they also find a piece of necklace with the, like within a couple feet of where that blood spot was. Mm-hmm. So, and they also find a cigarette butt. Hmm. And so they're starting to think that, okay, with the necklace and the blood, maybe an altercation took place. Mm-hmm. So they start looking into Jennifer and her life, you know, a little bit, trying to figure out who some potential suspects could be. Mm -hmm. So Jennifer had a boyfriend named Jay, and they were together for a short time, and but friends and family were like, he, he's not the father. Like, they don't think he's the father. Mm -hmm. But of course, they can't rule him out. Yeah. And then they look at, okay, the suicide note mentioned a guy named Chris, so they were going to, you know, go look at him too. And... Okay, so Jennifer was known to have multiple boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Like, she was just looking for the right one. Yeah. You know, and she's, you know, young enough that I think she's thinking, like, I want to start a family. I want to find the right guy. Mm -hmm. And um, so, anyways, Jennifer's mom, like her dad, was adamant that the suicide note was fake. So, like, you don't need to look at this Chris person. Mm -hmm. We don't know a guy named Chris in her life. But... Um, you know, detectives have to do their job. Yeah. And um, so her mom, I remember reading something where it was like the mom said she wouldn't have typed up a note. It would have been with like glitter, a glitter pen or something <laughs> like exactly. really girl. It, like it's There's just no way note. I would type it. That's anybody sit He's down like, at a computer and type it and up print and print it out. It out. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't Weird. make sense. And yeah, I think that's, that's why they were so, like, there's mm, no way. I don't know about this. Uh-huh. And her mom said the same thing. There's no way. Yeah. So detectives are like, okay, Chris has mentioned. She's like, I don't know a guy named Chris. Mm-hmm. And so they are like, well, we got to like find this J guy and Chris. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can't rule it out. But the mom was like, she knew who the father was. Yeah. And they were like, oh, she did? Because I <laughs> guess she didn't really tell her friends or anything, like mm-hmm. other people that they had talked to. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is like just hours after her death. Mm-hmm. And there, so the, she was like, no, she told me she knows who the father is of her unborn baby. Uh-huh. It was Officer Kenneth Blue, <laughs> the very officer who found her body. Oh, God. Mm hmm. And I'm guessing reacted like he has no idea who this person yep. is. Yeah. My God. Dug through her purse to find her ID to what identify her. a turd. Mm-hmm. 
Even a one-nighter, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I know this person. There's going to be some recognition. I did see one. I couldn't find it in any other article. I did see one where they said that at the scene after he found and saw her ID, he was like, oh, my God, I know her. Mm, But I couldn't, like, it's one of those, like, I can't verify that. It was mentioned. Even then, yeah. Like. Yeah. So, anyways. Okay. So, Jennifer had met Kenneth Kenneth Blue, and his name last name is spelled so weird. We were just talking about like how it doesn't look right when you spell it. Oh yeah, his last name is B L U B B L E U W Blue Blue, but it's Blue. Um, so Jennifer had met Kenneth Blue in about two thousand two thousand one in a bar, and she thought that he and his wife were separated. So think uh-uh. this was like 10 years before her murder. Um, and they kept seeing each other off and on for like a decade. And Kenneth Blue's partner, like said, he thought he was a family man and like didn't see how they would know each other. So mm-hmm. he didn't even know that they knew each other at all. And uh, since so since this is now like an officer involved incident where they're looking at one of their right. own, they have to bring in um, other people. Yes. Yeah. So state detectives are brought in to um, investigate Um, because they have to have an unbiased investigator in this. Right. So Mm -hmm. not one of their own, uh, like his partner or whatever. So detectives knew that Kenneth Blue was the father of Jennifer's unborn baby and he was the one that found her body. Big connection right there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, state detectives bring Kenneth in to interview him and they ask him if he knew Jennifer Webb and he said he did. He says that he had met her over 10 years ago at a bar when he had first started as a cop and he said that he would like run into her like maybe once or twice a month like Mm -hmm. just kind of like see her. So then detectives ask him how he didn't recognize her immediately at the scene. How did you not know her car? How did you not know her face? How did you not know? Right. And he said... He just went into work mode and started checking her car and the surroundings. I mean, to not be morbid, but if you strangled yourself, that's mm-hmm. going to be gonna different. It's going to alter your appearance. And yeah. he, let's pretend he didn't know there was a pregnancy that resulted mm-hmm. from their night. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's not going to immediately, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I don't maybe. want to, but. Yeah. And so he's like, I just went into work yeah. mode. I'm like, got to check okay. the surroundings. Got to see mm-hmm. if there's someone in the area. Got to see if they're, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, detectives then noticed that Kenneth had a few injuries. His, oh, really? Yeah. His eye was red and had been scratched in the corner. And so, when detectives asked him about that injury, he said he was wrestling and playing with his dog at home, and she got him. Mm-hmm. And it had happened before work that day. And they also noticed that he had an injury to his left index finger. Mm-hmm. And so his partner said like well he didn't come into work with any injuries so like this i don't don't see where that story's you know going Uh because obviously they're going to ask like did he have these at the beginning of shift you know they're they're doing their job of asking okay when did these injuries happen so they're trying to starting to connect the dots so state detectives then ask him if he could be the father of jennifer's unborn baby and he said he never slept with her so <laughs> later on in the interview, they asked permission to get his, a DNA sample from him, and he agrees. Um, so at the time, they didn't have enough to arrest him, so he was released. Mm. Like, they just had 
I guess in this case, it's like circumstantial evidence. It's like, right. oh, what a coincidence. It's like they got to verify what the mom said is it. That's, you know, but yeah. like, how would the mom even know that name? You know, so mm-hmm. anyway, so at 1230 p.m., just 13 hours into the investigation, an autopsy was performed and the manner of death was determined to be homicide. The cause of death was strangulation. The hanging was staged. Detectives mm-hmm. found that a hundred yards west of where her car was found, a struggle or like altercation occurred, and that's where she was killed. And then her body was moved, and her car was moved. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kenneth Blue was the main suspect, but like I said, detectives still have to look at like other potential suspects. And so text messages show that Jennifer was talking to a man named Chris. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was mentioned in the suicide note. And the texts between Jennifer and Chris were like a little flirt, like a little flirty, a mm-hmm. little flirtatious. So detectives knew that they like need to start work finding him. And they're and, obviously well associated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they he could be the po- the father, mm-hmm. you know, the potential father. So or at least like, know something more. Exactly. So they need to find him. So in the meantime, this is just one day after her murder, the lab processed Jennifer's vehicle. They found blood and a partial f- bloody fingerprint inside. His boo-boo finger. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the lab also processed her clothing. Mm-hmm. And they found a fingertip portion of a latex glove. And there was blood on, so like just the tip. <gasps> he of, had gloves on and the glove got pulled off. So, oh, yeah. snap. <laughs> so there was blood on the inside and the outside of it. And uh-huh. it had saliva on it. <gasps> she bit his finger off. <laughs> she tried. Go yeah. girl. So you're on the right track. <laughs> um, so an expedited request was made on the DNA that was gathered. Mm-hmm. And while waiting for the results of the DNA, detectives continued to search for Chris. And friends and family members said that they were like, we don't know anyone named Chris. So mm-hmm. she was just kind of talking to him on the side, maybe. Yeah. And detectives finally found the Chris that they were that she was talking to. And he wasn't even in the area when Jennifer was killed. Mm-hmm. So he was mm-hmm. immediately eliminated as a suspect. So and obviously they're already like, well, we're just waiting for the DNA to come back yeah, to kind of confirm what we uh, like suspect at this mm-hmm. moment. So on September 6, 2011, one week after Jennifer's death, the first of the DNA results came back. So here we go. Dun, 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 dun. The blood spot that was found on the pavement of the west to the west of her car. Mm-hmm. Remember that little tiny spot? It belonged to Jennifer. Okay. The cigarette butt found was determined to have DNA belonging to Kenneth Blue. Mm-hmm. It was also determined that Kenneth Blue was the father of Jennifer's unborn baby. There were 30 or so DNA matches found in the car that belonged to him. The blood found in the car, I guess there was blood all over the car, belonged to Kenneth. Mm -hmm. The fingertip of the latex glove was found to be his blood. And the injury on Kenneth's left index finger was likely caused by Jennifer. Like you said, she probably (laughs) bit the shit out of his finger. Mm -hmm. And good honor like get his dna all over the place and um and that's you know what spread the blood all over the car so the blood he probably was like "Ah," yeah his hand back flail it around yeah she clearly fought hard for her life and 
in her baby's life and made sure to cause enough injury that his DNA was all over. So Kenneth's partner and other officers and detectives were shocked, obviously. It was clear that he had been planning this for a while. Now listen to this. Okay, suicide note. Obviously, we know that was weird. There's no way she's going to type up a suicide note. Yeah. There were actually 14 fingerprints found on the suicide note, and they were all Kenneth's. Not (sighs) a single fingerprint was hers. And... The fingerprints on the back side of the suicide note showed no damage to his fingerprints. So he typed it up freaking before mm-hmm. she bit his finger. Yes. So clearly, like you said, it was done before and he planted it because if he had like touched the note afterwards, like there would be blood and there mm-hmm. would be clear indication of an injury. I'm so sorry. One more time. Where was her car found? It, it was like in a near a drainage ditch, but it was in an area that he was known to patrol a and woman be. So it's probably would a meetup. Never area. do it out in public like Mm-mm. that. That is so. Mm-hmm. That's another thing, too. That's what I thought. It's like, you said it was outside, right? They mm-hmm. would never, like, no. being, f- no, there's, that's so uncommon mm-hmm. for someone out in the middle of like the open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, sorry. No, I agree. I, yeah. It, and thankfully, I mean, think about this. This is within. 24 hours of her death they've mm-hmm. already pieced this together yeah, and it was, was it was fast. just a week later all the dna came in this is yeah. in 2011 as yeah. well but it was a week later all the dna came in it was like bing 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 everything mm-hmm. we thought so it was pretty obvious you know because like it, yeah things just didn't add up so um, I still can't believe he pretended like he didn't know her at all. Yeah, it would be more believable if he was like, "Oh my god, I kind of know this lady." Yeah, move it to and someone else immediately. That's what I was saying. Like, I don't, I can't confirm that that one statement that I saw that he was like, "Oh my gosh, I know her." Yeah, after he saw the the ID, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It could have happened either way. Yeah, like they said, how did you not know it was her? You know her car. You know her. How did mm-hmm. you not know it was her? So, um, yeah. anyway, so with all this, obviously. They have enough evidence to prove that Kev- uh, Kenneth Blue mm-hmm. killed Jennifer Webb. So on September 12th, 2011, Kenneth was arrested for the murder of Jennifer Webb. And the motive that the prosecution came up with was that he didn't want to pay for child support and that he like didn't want his wife to find out. Mm-hmm. And um, which makes sense. So then we find out from a friend of hers that on the morning of Jennifer's murder, she had been at this friend's house helping um, her out with her twin babies. Mm-hmm. And she had told this friend that she, uh, after she left, she was like, I'm, I'm going to go and meet up with the baby's father. Because I don't think she said the name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go meet up with the baby's father to discuss like the upcoming birth. And and she was actually going to talk to him about putting his name on the baby's birth certificate. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to cause some problems. Mm-hmm. And so she had also said that she decided on a name for the baby and he was going to be Braxton. So she, yeah, was clearly excited for this baby. Right. And just a few hours after leaving her friend's home, her body was found. So the prosecution the prosecution presented the fact that Kenneth Blue was the person that she was going to meet up with. Right. And then he was the one so that found her body. So of course he would be able to catch up to her and find her because mm-hmm. he planned on meeting up. Yeah, they were going to meet up and then he, yeah. So he had the motive and the mm-hmm. opportunity because he was going to 
Yeah, meet up with her. But then remember, he wasn't able to get a hold of her. Like, they couldn't get a hold of him for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that his partner came out to try to find him was because they couldn't find, or, you know, they couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah. So he's like, oh, maybe he's patrolling over here. Yeah. So. <laughs> maybe um, he's murdering somebody over here. Yeah. So he had likely killed her and then couldn't get out in time because officer patterson showed up to the scene so then he was just like oh yeah i stumbled upon this car and there's a woman laying on the ground because like literally it was just done Mm -hmm. what do you do put his hand in his pocket his eye would have been all busted yeah what is happening i know well and it's also like dark so gotcha it's like 11 o'clock at night yeah 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 so on october 11th 2011 just one after just one hour deliberation from the jury, Kenneth Blue was found guilty of four felony charges, which were first degree premeditated murder, mm-hmm. assault of a pregnant individual with the intent to cause miscarriage or stillbirth, and two counts of possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. He was given a sentence of life without the possibility of parole for the murder conviction, 65 to 100 years for the assault conviction mm-hmm. and a two-year prison sentence per each felony firearm conviction which was two so um four years mm-hmm. he appealed of course all the charges <sighs> and had actually tried to get the conviction overturned stating ineffective counsel but that was denied <laughs> because of the abundance of evidence proving his guilt right you literally like counsel couldn't have helped had, you out of this you could have had the best attorney yeah, ever in sure. the world and you mm. would not have gotten out of this no matter what yeah so he continued to appeal and on november 3rd 2014 a judge reluctantly reduced the sentence for the assault charge mm. and it was reduced to because remember it was 65 to 100 years for the assault conviction mm-hmm. so it was reduced to that's the only one 18 years and nine months to 47 years so it was just Mm-hmm. but that's for the assault charge he's still in life in prison for life for the right, murder exactly that only and means doesn't because you get like x amount of appeals per x amount of year sentence yes, correct yes and okay. then you can take it up to like the supreme court you know appeals but yeah so he just kept Dang. appealing it's like dude you're not gonna get it overturned it was mm-hmm. clear you're the father of her unborn baby she was going to meet mm-hmm. up with you you're married you know, with the, I think he has like a kid. What's crazy too is like they would do genetic testing on the fetus. Mm-hmm. He's just an idiot because it's like, how did you not think? <sighs> My you eyebrow is literally like <laughs> it's twitching because yeah. I'm like, w- it's so it's I know. so crazy because of the simple fact that like although you and I can never fathom committing crimes like this, we're also like, how can you be so dumb? He's an officer. He knows how He's investigations so are done. And his, I think that there was, was not going to be any chance. I think he was hoping that it was just going to look like a suicide and that he was going to get away with it. Yeah, that she was like ashamed, but. Mm-hmm. And I think it just, he got interrupted during the, you know, commission of this crime. And so yeah. he didn't get to finish cleaning up the scene or whatever. But I'm like, I also probably think. He did not count on her fighting back so hard. Oh, yeah. You attack a pregnant woman. She is going to fight not only for her life, but her unborn baby. And she did. Probably like harder than the average because. You're like, I got to protect my baby. Right. I can't. Yeah. I'm the protector of this baby. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think he counted on her (sighs) fighting back so hard. And uh, then again, Mm -hmm. I'm like, he really wasn't smart enough to like 
think about the suicide note and your fingerprints are all over that. Yeah. Or with the gloves then. <laughs> but good thing he was stupid because otherwise this yeah. might have been a family that just thought that their daughter killed herself because At the she, last minute. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't, you know, be a mom or whatever. So, no, he did it. It's very clear. All the evidence, what all the a DNA loser. points to him. He's in prison. He will never get out. Um, and it sucks because, like, you know, his poor wife and other children. Oh, she divorced him, right? Yeah. As like, soon not as he only, was arrested like, for dude, it. Dude, okay, maybe she's not going to forgive you for what you did. But guess what? Now nobody will, including no. your children, uh-huh. for what you did to someone else. They're half sibling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you never would have known how your family would have reacted had you given them the chance to maybe work mm-hmm. through your fuck up. Excuse me. But, yeah. you know, your mistake. You never know. And mm-hmm. instead... You just ruined a ton of lives. Yeah. Which is so selfish and just disgusting. It's like. Yeah. Grandparents' lives. Grandparents. Parents' lives. and Yeah. Because like her parents. Your own children. mm -hmm. Your wife. Who's going to have to move and change your name because of what you did. Yeah. Can't live in the same town because all the officers know it was your husband. Yeah. And because he was an officer for so long at that point. Because I think he started um, as an officer, I believe, in 1997. Mm -hmm. And so he had been an officer for a few years when he met her. Yeah. And then carried on this affair for like off and on affair. I think it could have just been a hookup. I don't know. For Mm -hmm. like a decade. And then she ends up pregnant. And then it's like, what did you think was going to happen? You play with fire. You're going to, you know, it's going to happen. So... Um, it's just so Keeping unfortunate. Why pants. couldn't he? Yeah, why couldn't he have just let her like go? He, I, I guarantee you, he didn't want his wife to find out. And he didn't want to mm-hmm. pay child support. Yeah. So I'm sure it was probably like, well, he had been planning it for a while, but it's one of those things of like, oh, I want you to be on the baby's birth certificate. You're his father. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And he's probably like, I don't want any of this. Should have so, thought about that before. Yeah. So, and oh my god, the firearm charge is crazy because I'm gonna. Is it like was it a personal weapon or was it his I issue? I didn't look into that too much. It probably was um, his issued firearm. Yeah. So I don't know if he had two or if he had one of his own or whatever, but it was two different counts mm-hmm. for that. Um, the one count was the assault and the other count was the murder. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it's I'm glad at least you know, all it, <laughs> I get it. It's so interesting when you look at all these charges and you're like, oh, they are going away for this one charge for life. Mm-hmm. But I get, I think what people get confused in is so that um, assault charge was lowered. You mm-hmm. have multiple charges. He could have had the murder charge overturned or whatever. And then he would only be in prison for like 18 20 years maybe so yeah. it's like that's why they do multiple counts because, because if one of them gets appealed right. and or the changed, jury's like mm-hmm. no I don't or think it gets they, reduced whatever. from life in prison mm-hmm. without possibility of parole and instead it's like this and this and you get out on good behavior and there's so. like amount of appeals it does mm-hmm. matter it's uh, even for me sometimes I'm like what it just seems so crazy like what is the point of a 400 year sentence nobody's gonna oh. live for 400 years but it matters because, because it can get reduced it can get behavior whatever mm-hmm. overcrowding you just never know what's gonna happen yeah so that's why but because when I'm like, man, that's a lot of like convictions. Mm-hmm. And I have to remember. I'm like, well, it's because like what happened? His assault charge got right reduced. It's so not yeah, that much though. Still his life. I know which it's is still crazy. his life. Yeah. So thankfully, he's he's yeah gone forever. We don't have to worry about him. So 
What? Uh, no, I just I remembered something totally from my last our last recording, our last oh, episode that like I you forgot. Rose yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Elaine. <laughs> what I forgot in my crime about John Ruloff, uh-huh. and I meant to talk about this the last time, and I totally forgot something super interesting about his dumb butt. He had the largest brain in Wait, recorded. This is the really start the smart guy, the that, really smart yeah, yeah. dumb guy. Yes, his brain is at a um, medical museum not on display but they own it because his brain was the second largest ever recorded in history what? like on medical record yes his brain was giant yep that is crazy. crazy doesn't mean he was using it all but yeah no i'm almost positive i did not mention that like i meant yeah no i didn't yeah so wow there we go there's a little bit that i had forgotten and even had it in my notes but i skipped over it because i usually do like the if there's any facts or anything at the very end yeah and so that was one of them. even today i was like i think i talk about this later i, I was literally i'm like did i talk about this last time yeah. so i can't remember it's really hard we, we get them a... jumbled up a lot because mm-hmm. this is when we record we're ahead really good oh yeah so it, it kind of keeps catching up like which one did we just talk about <laughs> i know yeah we were we release them in order, but we record yeah. them really early, so mm-hmm. we're never behind. Yeah. And so, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. okay. Well, with that, stay crafty and not cry me. Bye. Bye.